Beats and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Big Ratty Cool, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, Fuen W.L. Lindsay Kelly. <laughs> That's me and I like it. Hey, it's me, it's really I'm funny. a friend. You're a Um, We have got uh, just a crap ton of wrestling to get into this week, so we're going to start with NXT TakeOver 30. Lindsay, yes. what did you enjoy? From, um, from the overs that took? You know, I enjoyed the show. I do remember texting my brother saying, I think it was okay. Um, which I think these days, that's like the peak of my feelings. Uh, my feelings have become extremely limited. I live in my house. Um, so <laughs> thinking something is okay rather than thinking something is the worst thing I've ever seen is actually a huge, a huge compliment. Um, I really loved what did i really love i really loved i really loved the adam cole pat mcafee match i really loved it i'm saying it i'm putting it out there i will live and die by that statement i thought it was super super fun oh my god pat mcafee just wiped out everyone how is this for not belonging in the nxt world Ladies and gentlemen, McAfee sacrificing his own body with a beautiful swanton taking down everybody. Stunned at what we just saw. It wasn't just a good celebrity match, it was a good match. He did good. And the whole way through I was like, you could do this, Pat. You could do this, Pat. I don't know where that came from, but he did do it. Um, he did so well. I was very proud of everyone involved because that could have gone horribly wrong. And it didn't. I, I only, and maybe, I mean, and I'm sure part of it is that like my expectations were below the gutter. Like my expectations yes, were like, exactly. uh, they sewer, were gronkadonka like, low. That's where they were. Gronkadonka low, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, so because of that, like literally anything I would have, if no one, uh, if no one like just uh, immediately, uh, as long as no one immediately hit their head on a wall and then could only do 30 seconds of a match, I was going to be fine with it. Um, That's how I feel about all wrestling right now. Did anyone break their neck? Did anyone bleed out? Were there women on the card? And that's really, that's my lowest of the low bars. And honestly, just AEW never meets it. But anyway, um, back to NXT. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the ladder match. I thought it really picked up in the second half of the ladder match i know there is some questioning around the velveteen dream of it all but i hate it i hate it um it's one of those really I difficult ones think about it while i'm while i'm watching my wrestling right? i would rather just not have to um and I, I would rather that not be the thing that's in my brain when i want to enjoy my yeah, wrestling hard is kind of what same. i want um i i i don't know i want to always side with and support victims it's so fucking hard and it is one of those things that's hard because we like him it's one of those things where i'm like yeah. no i was pleased to see this dude doing well and getting the push i wanted i'm full tyra mm-hmm. like 
we we supported you. We were rooting for you. And uh, I'll be really honest, like I have been, um, I don't know, you know, if you follow my Twitter, I've been on a crazy break. I went crazy. And so I, I took a crazy break from uh, from social media. And so I don't know what the latest on any of that is, but I do know that like when you have something like, and I, you know, I don't know what point in investigations they're in. I don't know any of that stuff. I do know that um, it is a huge distraction when watching it. Yes. And maybe if there is something Thing that that is that distracting then we just don't yeah do maybe it. if it's so distracting that Rhea Ripley is liking tweets of someone holding up a sign that says fire velveteen dream yeah in the Thunderdome maybe like don't do it maybe don't do it I did think he was gonna win at one point I think they did a really good match I'm taking him out of this conversation because we're discussing the match um we'll discuss yeah. that another time when there's more to talk about or, or we won't I, I can't tell you um but the match itself when there was one point where I really felt like anyone could win, which is the thing I love so mm. much about NXT. I never know. I never know. Right. That's what I think they do so brilliantly. And I'm usually nine times out of 10, super happy with where we get to. Um, and I really thought this match was great for that. I did not know who was going to win. Anyone was a legitimate contender. Anyone could have won it and been happy. Um, the only point was when it looked like Dream was going to get it. I was like, this feels like a mistake. This feels like not the time <laughs> for this. Um, but then I really wanted Bronson Reed to win because I love him so much. And then mm. I really wanted Johnny to get it because Candice get- And then I wanted Candice to get it. I mean, can of we just talk about like. Candice, yeah. the Candice of that match, which was fucking magical. She was amazing. <laughs> Uh, I love her deeply. This is the give me the Candace that I love. I know. <laughs> give me the Candace that I need. Uh, it's it's. She was fantastic, and I love the two of them and their dynamic and the way they make this work. I just think they're mm. so good. But now seeing where the picture is developing, I'm fine with him not having one because he's going to be doing other stuff. And mm. I am not have not been historically the biggest Damian Priest fan. But you know what? No, I'm okay with this. I'm not okay with you. him getting in a hot tub with with ladies, <laughs> with some ladies, and in his pants. It was mainly because he was wearing his pants. That's what upset me the I most. I kind of loved that part. I think that was my favorite part. Was Someone's that he got, just got to got watch that. Hot tub and He's all sweaty and covered in baby oil. That's going to clog up the jets. He's not cleaning those jets. He's not cleaning He's those not jets. He's not cleaning those jets. He's not cleaning his jets. He's not cooling those jets. Also, <laughs> don't... It's the Rona, you guys. Don't be in a know, hot tub. I know. And don't take your like $8 bottle of Prosecco that I actually think may have been sparkling apple tizer. He, it's, it's his gimmick. <laughs> it's his gimmick. At least get him a fake bottle of Dom. At least get him a prop bottle of Dom. Like, get him a prop fancy champagne bottle and fill it with sparkling hey, water. Um, <laughs> how about not... any of the parties that the fancy people at corporate have in Connecticut? Just save those fucking bottles, yeah. dude, from your fancy You know that parties. there's a champagne cupboard. You know they have a champagne cupboard. They must do. Yeah. Give so just the one next time, bottle. <laughs> look, the next time that one of the executives is pouring champagne on a titty, save the champagne bottle. Yes. That's all we're saying. That's just all that do... needs to happen here. That seems entirely reasonable. Yes, Steph, next time you're pouring a bottle of champagne over somebody's tits, grab the bowl. <laughs> just, just save the bottle. Just like uh, the barest minimum work. Um, he's supposed to be a New York party boy. I want to see some top shelf liquor for that man. I want to see that. Thank you. At least like a, like, give me a Patron. Like, yeah. give me like a, come on. Um, we do have Keith Lee going to Raw. Um, oh. He, well, you asked uh, me he, what I liked, so I don't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to answer that question. <laughs> Wah. 
Why? Hmm, yeah, I, uh, 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 so goodbye, Kid Lee, forever, because I don't watch much of Raw anymore, so. That's why I'm uh, sad. Uh, happy trails. <laughs> um, and it is a weird one, right? Because, like, the match was fine, but it, I wasn't excited about the match. Um, I didn't think it was a super engaging match, and we talked about that a bunch, I know, over the last few weeks, how this build-up hasn't felt especially engaging to me at least mm. and i know to hal also i don't feel like emotionally invested in keith lee versus carrion cross but now that carrion cross won and then immediately separated his shoulder in the in the truest tradition of of wwe champions oh now- god you, you just uh, uh, some things uh will survive <laughs> no matter what is happening um and someone winning and then immediately ending up on the fucking dl injured list i know <laughs> and i'm like, like I, firstly i was really shocked because i didn't know because I, I haven't been uh, reading so much of the twitters uh, and i haven't been reading the spoilers so i was very surprised when i saw it happen on nxt which was again a delightful change of events I'm like oh who knew um but then weirdly I've done that awful shitty thing where I'm a terrible person where now suddenly I love him. And now I'm like, because <laughs> I've turned into his aunt where I'm like, you poor boy, you got here, you did all the work, you did the match, you did ever so well, and now you've had to put it down. You've had to put it down in the middle of the ring and you've, you've mm-hmm. got nothing now. And that poor girl who has been squeezing herself into PVC catsuits every week, <laughs> which is not easy, which is not easy. Just a lot of lean protein, guys. Just a lot of lean protein. The amount of work it must take her to get ready for TV every week versus the amount of work it takes him. Baby powder, the bleaching, because I've never seen roots on on Scarlet. I've never seen a single root. Mm -hmm. So she's bleaching every week. She's doing those roots constantly. Mm -hmm. The makeup, the baby powder, the not eating. I mean, she's suffering and now for nothing because now she's like, yeah, I guess I'm I'm out too. (laughs) Guess I'm gonna pop back home and she's really good i would like if there was a place for her to still be on my tv every week right she could just set some stuff on fire and leave maybe sometimes yeah they need set that. something on fire and leave who doesn't enjoy setting something on fire and leaving like i'm gonna do it right now <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening at home and have fire flammable materials within reach we don't recommend that you do, we can't recommend that we do that but if you did that you might like it uh, you, should pro- you shouldn't set anything on fire because it would make me really happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to AEW, um, they also had a lot of big things happen this week. Thunder Rosa and the NWA Women's World Title are officially working with AEW. Yep. Um, oh, oh, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, I sometimes I wish you guys could just see Lindsay's faces. All of them. All of them. Um, I mean, I'm happy in a way Uh that there is another Uh woman on my screen Uh and happy that I guess they're acknowledging their deficit and their weaknesses but also like wouldn't it just be super rad if they worked out their own women's (laughs) division wouldn't it be super rad if on this week's dynamite when Brody introduced Mr. Brody apologies we're not on first name terms when Mr. Brody introduced Anna Jay as the Queen Slayer, was it the Queen Slayer? I believe he called her the Queen Slayer because she took down Brandy, which I loved when she took down Brandy. I was like, good for you. Look at you being part of this. Good for you. You're involved. (laughs) Um, And he introduced her and she stood in the middle of the ring, silent, just smiling like a pageant queen. And then one of Dark Order just started 
talking over her and like she didn't get a chance to speak. No doubt here you it is. I want to take shut the hell up. Wow. Yes, thank you. I want to take a minute right now though Tony to introduce you to the newest member of the Dark Order family, a very important piece. She is Anna J. She is 99. She is the great one and she is the queen slayer. All he said was like, oh, introducing the newest member of Dark Order. I'm like, she's been hanging around with you for ages. Don't want to be a dick about this, but she has been hanging around for like weeks. (laughs) And then she didn't even get to speak. Why was she not immediately handed the mic for her to call out Brandy? Why was she not given a moment to say, you think you're the queen of this promotion? You've got little Bran Bran. You think that you deserve and I took you down. So let's do this one-on-one. Like I want to, or Brandy could have challenged her to a one-on-one, you know? Like, they're, they're leaving storyline on the table. It was right there. It was right there, like a big delicious sandwich. And they were like, no, thank you. I don't like a bite of this sandwich. I will leave this sandwich. And it, I hate when people leave food. And it made me sad. <laughs> Maybe they were uh, 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 figuratively wrapping it up and putting it in the fridge. Here's my thing. I'm Look, I like Thunder Rosa. I'm really excited about this. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. My whole thing is I've never thought that... I've never thought that the biggest problem with AEW's women's division was a lack of women. It was a lack of time for the women they do have. Yeah. Right? Like, it was never like, oh, well, if only they had more women. Like, no, if only they would take the women that they put on these matches on Dark and then put them on our television sets. Well, like, and that just was give them, thing. I don't know, you wild have and... Three f- you can have three fucking women for me. It doesn't matter if none of them are getting TV time. That's the thing. Is like we can we can complain about how deep the roster for the women is once they're at a point where it's like, well, the reason we're not having women's matches is because we only have the two women, and so they can only have one match a week. And I'm like, gotcha. Hire more women. No, you, y'all have a ton of women. Got a bunch of women. You have a lot of women that work for you. The problem isn't the depth of their because right now what what to. Like, this reminds me so much of the thing that we complain about with WWE, where it's like, Vince is just collecting more toys that yep. he can, like, keep in the box and put on the shelf next to his fucking Funko Pops, and he's never going to unbox them and use them. That's what this feels like. It's like, okay, cool, you're bringing in more women. Are any of them are going to be on, are they going to be on fucking TV, or they're all just going to be on Dark? Like, because, again, like, that's not, the problem isn't that they don't have a deep enough roster, it's that they don't know what to do with the women they already have. Yeah, just perhaps a storyline or two might be fun and like I just suggested you have one you have an Anna J Brandy storyline right there let's maybe pursue that you've you you really committed to the swole Britt Baker storyline even though Britt cannot wrestle and also I would like to speak to whoever did swole's makeup this week because they need to be punched in the face because I I will not have you do her dirty like that that is not okay I fucking love swole and not okay uh no you can't do big swole like that and again rude on my tv no 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 because she's not we're not gonna let her get rousy look rousy's makeup look like hot, <laughs> totally trash, <rousied> her. garbage <gasps> dumpster water her hair and makeup every single week that she went on uh, uh, uh to the point where it's like i feel like the wwe makeup team like the glam squad actually like very slyly disavowed the makeup just so we knew yes. it wasn't them oh yeah um yeah we're not doing swole i mean and maybe swole did her own makeup so i don't want to be that's my only concern don't. My only concern is their makeup artist was not equipped to cater to a woman of color, and she may have had to do her own TV makeup, which 
would be Girl, a shame because everyone else looks great. equipped to deal with fucking women on that show. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, God, there I am again, giving people the benefit of the doubt. What the fuck is wrong with me? Who am I? <laughs> fucking, 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 Cal Ro- like, Rose is, like, the only one whose makeup and everything always looks fucking amazing. I'm assuming she, I don't know, she must take care of herself. I don't know. It's hard to know. How did you feel about Brody taking the TNT championship? I, 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 I want to know. I want to know. How about Cody? Brody, Brody, Cody, Cody. Brody 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 took it from Cody um you know I um I'm I don't know how I feel about the Mr. Brody thing yet I'm still waiting for it to um it's not hooking me and I think maybe it's because of all of the weird fucking WCW nod nod wink wink he's Vince but he's not Vince he's Vince but he's not Vince and I just like I don't fucking care that you have a problem with this dude, Cody. You are a grown ass fucking man. Take that shit to therapy. Give me fucking wrestling. And that's everything they do. I feel like WWE never makes reference to AEW and AEW makes at least 10 references to WWE per show, which is it's And at tiresome. first it's like, okay, I get it because they are like, it, they are the big dog. You are the underdog, or at least you're placing yourself in that position, right? I mean, you're still fucking bangled by a billionaire. like. I get, like that is the position that you have put yourself in. So in the beginning when they were doing things like the the sledgehammering of the fucking trips chair and like all that stuff, I was like, okay, you got it out of your system, <laughs> right? Like maybe he doesn't have to cry himself to sleep every night. Maybe he doesn't say to Brandy every day, when will he call me and say that he was sorry? Like it's, it's he's not gonna. So like he move on. He is never fucking going to. There He's is no water in that well. That well is dry. Your like, butt will never be kissed in the middle of the ring. So it's not accept going to happen. it, know it, move on, be the best Don Cody you could be. That's what I want yes. from him. I want him to be the best <laughs> Cody he could be. Um, which Stop is why I don't past, get it. Like that's why I don't get the storytelling here because they've been building to something with Cody as TNT champion. It's felt like a very long-term slow burn heel turn it's it's been a thing and then now it's not a thing now it's over now brody has the belt and cody is out and i'm so confused as to where that places cody's character and what that does for cody like genuinely that's not me being an asshole it's me genuinely right. saying where where does this leave you where does this put you what is your plan now for your character who has been creating this very weird but complex guys like i'm an open challenge i'm gonna be reasonable and fair and do all the right things but then just yeah. beating up on faces every week and yes being slightly like oh where is the elite where is my family i don't know and it was like oh this feels like he's turning very slowly and that this could be really fruitful and interesting and now it's now it's not now it's not um so i was confused i was confused by the storytelling um i'm confused like you a little by the dark order I think this is another case of, I've got a case of the Hals. I'm coming down with a hot case of the Halberts. <laughs> this is another storyline that depends so much on you watching BTE. Like, the Dark Order is such yeah. a big part of being the elite. And a lot of their appeal is grounded in their work on being the elite. And I don't always watch being the elite anymore. So There's I'm missing it wrestling and everything happening right now and again it's just i i've i being the elite should be a fun supplemental thing being the elite is where you go when you want to see um a 
a, a bored, doesn't give a fuck, Orange County boy, teach an alien how chairs work. You go to being the elite for that because that's fucking fun. When you have something that genuinely has the potential to be as big uh, 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 and interesting as the Dark Order, um, put that on your television show. Yeah, maybe just like explain it a little bit more. Maybe just like, I mean, show don't tell, show don't tell, show it to me. I I want to know what it is um, because I am still confused. I am confused about all the members. I don't know how they all got there. I don't know who they all are. Um, not entirely sure I know what they want. <laughs> uh, apart from and for that, Cole to join their fa- Cole, Cole to join their family, which we all want. We all we want, want that. that. I like want I can, that. that's relatable. I understand mm-hmm. that. But we I do still find Cole. them confusing as a concept. Um, but I also find a lot of AEW confusing as a concept, like well, gashing people's still, again, head you know, open and, I, and stuff. So I don't know. I feel like I'm a broken record with this stuff, but it is definitely like. Um, because on the indies, it's like, yeah, you go to a show and you might not know who that dude is, but that dude does cool stuff in the ring and then you're there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like they play fast and loose with like, now we're going to do, we're, we're going to take things for granted because that's how it would have been on the indies. But now we expect you to have very deep knowledge of this other thing. Um, and it's like, you kind of can't have it both ways. Like, because yeah. I, I love, I want to love the Dark Order. The Dark yes. Order is 100% Danielle Radford bait. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is exactly. It's very lucha order. underground. It's very it uh, soapy and funny. It's got a lot of potential to be dark as well. It has so much potential to be all things, but right now I don't know what it is. Um, there was one thing I took issue with on AEW. <laughs> just, <laughs> I've been in the house too much. You know what? Like I need the young bucks to stop telling Adam Cole he's an alcoholic. Like I need him to stop doing it. Because it's like, you can't call someone an alcoholic just because you're mad at him and he likes a drink. Wait, Adam Cole? Adam Cole, Adam Page, particularly fucking Adam. <laughs> They've got to stop calling Adam Cole an alcoholic also. Because I just feel like this actually, you know, it works. Because I he feel... He number two on PWS. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Don't get me started. Um, I feel... Oh, I will later. I feel like they... I just have started to feel like the young bucks are the people that call you up after you had, like, a big night out. And they're like, do you need someone to talk to? Because last night, like you had quite a few drinks last night and we just just wanted to see if you're okay and it's like no i just had drinks i just had drinks it's fine they all, i find it genuinely uncomfortable i find it genuinely annoying when they start throwing around you're an alcoholic you're nothing but an alcoholic i'm like it's a fucking tag team champion brother and you're not so <laughs> sit your ass down because at, be- at worst he's a functional alcoholic and like that is a different situation that needs to be addressed in a different manner and you're screaming and pushing and saying you can't be in my boys club anymore because you drink drinks is just be angry at him because he stopped you winning your match. I, and, and maybe, and it could be, because I thought about this, that they just don't want to like, well, we're not going to show like someone really having like, you know, an alcohol. We're not going to show yeah, someone so don't like, do it. super don't blacked out and super it. whatever. Because you, you have to show him, make the mistake of being, like he was really <sighs> drunk and then this thing happened and now we have to have uh, uh, interbuction or whatever. It's not a Christian moral drama. Like this is not a Nicholas Sparks book. I just, I, wrestling does not have good history on this. Remember the Jericho punk storyline when they tried to, yeah. you know, I'm like, you don't do it well. So don't do it. There are a thousand, you could, he's a cowboy. Like there are a thousand stories you could make with him. There are a thousand storylines yeah. that don't need to be you guys go like, you're nothing but an alcoholic. <clears throat> Flash champion. Like he has a horse. Ask him about, I want to know about his horse. I don't want to know. Tell me about the horses. <laughs> you know? like, 
<laughs> Ask him about his previous career as a teacher. Lots of teachers have a drinking problem. Maybe he was driven to it. Have you thought about that, boys? No, you haven't. <laughs> have you given your friends support? No, you haven't. I, I feel for him and I want him to come and join our stable and like fuck those guys. <laughs> an actual stable with more horses. With horses. Join an actual stable with horses. Lindsay, I feel like I've already we've already done your segment about uh, uh, what the women are doing on AEW this week. <laughs> um, there was one match. <laughs> there was one match. It was a fine match. It wasn't a great match. I think it was hampered by the storyline idea that Rebel can't wrestle. And they tried to make it look like Rebel can't wrestle. Because she can wrestle. Uh, I, th- I did enjoy Britt Baker trying to punch uh, Swole in the face with her stick. That was fun. It was funny. <laughs> I loved it when she sang Shania Twain. I love everything that Britt Baker does. I want more Britt Baker and Swole. Yeah. I want that. Um, I didn't have a problem with the match I think it's admirable the way they've kept Britt Baker involved but I think if they can yes. keep Britt Baker involved when she can't wrestle where's the storylines for all your other ladies uh, that's just a, a question that I have uh, yeah there was one match and then there was teasing the Shikaru um, Hikaru Shida um, the Shida Thunder Rosa match which you know I'm torn because I love Thunder Rosa but Shida has a cat cat came to her house so yeah, I came to her house. What are you yeah. gonna do? Yeah, so it, it's difficult. Cats. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I like it. I like the idea of it as a genuine contest of two champions wanting to prove who is best. Which yes. is when I love my wrestling. That's what I love yes. when they let ladies do that. When it's not just like you're mean. I hate you. I hate you. I like your boyfriend. My boobs are bigger than yours. I'm so pretty. Like I hate those storylines. <laughs> I love the storylines. It's like I'm great. You're great. Let's do this. I'm yeah, happy with let's that. see who is the greatest. Yeah. Uh, well, if you have anything to say about what we've discussed so far, the conversation shall continue on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Uh, when we come back, it's time to get into the biggest party of the summer. Next up on Tights and Fights. I swear some of that weird accent stuff is actually in the script. It was not. very impressive. I liked it. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I am joined today by... Lindsay Kelk. Hi, Lindsay Kelk. Um, yo, so hey, uh, 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 I don't know if you've realized this, but we we're kind of all looking for stuff to get excited about uh, right now during the COVID. Guys, we have been in the house for six months did you realize this we've been in the house for six 22 weeks today jesus fucking christ so how about this uh uh, uh, it was a summer slam that was three hours long i mean what a gift what a gift although 
I blame Julian for this, if he would like to unmute himself for celebrating that it was only three hours long and then immediately finding out after SummerSlam that Payback was going to be this week. So I really feel like Payback is actually SummerSlam part two and that it is going to be six hours long. And this might be your fault, Julian. Yeah, guys, I, I, legitimate payback, I, right? I did my best, but it turns out Payback is a bitch, so... What can you do? <laughs> it is. It's so likely. It is. That's the problem. It's so likely <sighs> is going to be. Uh, uh, but so, yeah, SummerSlam. Yes, uh, SummerSlam. Uh, there, there were a lot of uh, matches in the Thunderdome that were well received. People really liked it. Calc. Yeah. What were you super into um, for your Thunderdome? You know, I really like the Thunderdome. Against yeah. all my better judgment, I'm yeah. pro Thunderdome. I think it's fun. Um, I love that it felt different to NXT. I love mm-hmm. that they are not like other places bringing in fans, uh, but they still <laughs> found a way to make people feel included. And I saw Pikachu was there. <laughs> and honestly, that was enough for me, for me to be pro this. I know there was also some very questionable things flashed up on the screen. <sighs> These are not perfect systems uh i would not like to be the person who was in charge of policing like what two three hundred zoom screens at once yeah that they had opened up to wrestling fans we are not the best people we are not good people yeah it's questionable um i so i did i was very positive i was gonna fucking hate it um and yeah people did some of the fuck shit i thought they were gonna do a dude uh was uh dressed like the kkk so like yeah people uh definitely did some of the fuck shit that i thought that they were going to do i mean i you know uh, uh i i think um you put make people put their real names yeah um, on their Thunderdome, and then yeah. maybe we get less KKKing. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's a good... Because you can good... do that. You can make them do that. Like, there is a way that you have to sign up with your actual name that matches yeah. your registration and all that stuff. I mean, I'm so sure there's have, still ways around it, but, like, whatever. Um, I mean, I, I got Pikachu, so... <laughs> Not oh, saying you, you didn't get the KKK. Okay. I didn't. Well. I didn't get the KKK. I feel like that actively was not streamed into my home because they were like, "She's fine. <laughs> She's okay. Give her Pikachu. Give her what she wants." Because it's what we do in America. We just show the people what they want, uh, and then the people we don't care about, we show them the things that they don't want. Um, that's how it works. I've, I've worked that out now. I got that leaflet when I got my citizenship. It's. it's <laughs> you won't. Neither of you two will have got it because you are a different color to me. So Sorry. yeah. So <laughs> nope. I get Pikachu. You get the KKK. Um, I don't make the rules, but I kind of do because I'm white. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't hate the Thunderdome. I, I liked it. I thought it felt different and fun. And I enjoyed SummerSlam. I enjoyed yeah. the slam. I'm down for the slam. You liked the slam? What slams? I loved what were your, the slam. What were, your, what were your grand slams? What were your favorite slams? I loved all of the women's matches without oh exception. Awesome. Um, Give me Oscar morning, noon, and night. Give me Oscar morning, noon, and night, and then give me Oscar and Kyrie saying speaking to each other on Twitter with Oscar saying, "Where are you at SummerSlam?" And then Kyrie replying, "I'm like, oh no, I'm so glad that you're a champion again, but I'm stuck in the mountains." And they're just like being very <laughs> cute with each other. It's so cute, and I can't stand it. Um, mm-hmm. But give me Oscar shopping at a Japanese supermarket or winning belts. I don't care. Just give me Oscar. Uh, Sad. Seriously, Kana, Kana Chan TV, you guys. Right? Get on oh, just like the greatest gift that Corona has given us. Um, mm-hmm. Sad for Sasha, 
perversely pleased to see her inability to defend a title streak continue. <laughs> like, I hate it. Again, but I'm like, this will happen just... forever. It will happen forever. And I hate that. It's like they've decided to give her the anti streak. They're just like, you're just never going to win. Uh, you're never going to defend Again, successfully. There, look, there are some wrestlers, and she is one of them. Dolph Ziggler is one of them. I've talked about this, where it's like they, because I feel, and this is across companies, because I feel like whatever company working with them knows that they could heat them up at a moment's notice because they are so talented and because they have such a dedicated fan base. Well, maybe not Zolf with a dedicated fan base. Just, <laughs> just because they've days. done this. Not so much. Just because they've done this too many fucking times. Well, you but, can only reheat things so many times before they get yes. tough and un- inedible. You know? Yeah. They get yeah, yeah. bitter yeah, and tough and inedible. Uh, and... Yeah. And so that then so that keeps happening where it's like, well, we can keep doing this where we can because they they the idea is, well, at any moment, like this person can be super on. Rusev was another one. Yeah. Um, so we can do whatever fuck shit we want. And yeah, Dolph is a prime example of like it is not going to work forever for Sasha. It is still working right now. Um, I do think Sasha is in a unique position um just because of a lot of the history and things that came before where it, it's probably not really gonna st- I, but I, you know for some people i think maybe it already has started to like be like a uh, like start taking um some knocks out of that yeah. armor. but i also um, think it's part of the storyline in this instance yes this exactly. is such a, it, this, this is, is a bigger storyline this is part of her and bailey and how that's going to go down and I again like I don't know like again we keep saying like you keep teasing us with this but for now I'm like into it because they're both doing such good work so keep teasing it, me so- keep pushing this let's see where it goes until Bailey until Sasha eventually challenges Bailey I see them losing the tag I think they will lose the tag to Nia and yes. Shayna and I think then we will get our Bailey Sasha I think we will and I kind of want to wait for Mania next year because I want it to be the biggest of stories but however it works like I, I, I want it I, I want it but I don't want Bailey to ever turn face ever again because I love Heal Bailey no, so much I love Heal Bailey so much well and it's also like it's you know because we all talk about this like oh they're friends they're not friends their friends are not friends look the only time that you bitch about the flip-flopping in a storyline if it's not told well yeah. If it's told well, then like who fucking cares? There's a reason why tropes exist. There's a reason why you see a lot of the same things across any kind of storytelling yep. is um, because some of that shit works. You only notice the seams when it's like the whole fucking thing is falling apart. Yep. Um, when it's really good storytelling, it doesn't fucking matter. And yeah, I really, I love that. I love Asuka. Um, I really enjoyed all of the matches. I am very excited for Shayna, just in general. Yeah. <laughs> but Shayna and Naya, that- I just think that could be I think Naya is not the strongest actress that they have. So I think those segments on Raw were a little off. Um, but I think Shayna is really such a good actress, actually, which yes. I didn't see coming, but is fantastic at making things feel authentic and believable. And I think that's just because she is who she is. And yeah, they don't she try and make her be anything me. else. Yeah, she says she's going to punch me in the face. And I believe Yeah, it, and she's she going to do it. And I'm going to ask her to do it again because I am polite. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do think they will you know be fun. <laughs> Um, but I think they will be fun. I think they will be good. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. And do you know what? I really, 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 really loved. And I know it's slightly colored by the emotional events that occurred before the match, but I think that's okay and it's part of it. I loved the Sonya-Mandy match. I thought it was so great. Mm. I thought they both came out looking like 
fully invested powerhouses. Like you could see on their faces what this match meant to them. And however you want to translate that because of what occurred, we haven't talked about it, but yeah. the person breaking into Sonia's house when they were both in the house together and trying to abduct <sighs> Sonia and threatening to kill Jesus. Mandy because people Jesus. are the worst. Um, so obviously that played into the build. It, what I do appreciate is that WWE did not try and make that part of this story, but sure. the emotion and the passion that that engendered and added into this story, you could read on their faces. You could see yeah. that it was important to them that this match be the best match it could be. I love that Mandy came out in new gear. I love that she came out in I'm an actual fucking wrestler, take me seriously gear. I love that she wrestled the match that way. I love that Sonya walked out looking like she could burn you down with her face. Yes. It just was full of passion and I loved it so much. And whatever Sonya is doing, whatever she needs to take time out to do, yeah. I hope she gets what she needs. And yeah. What a match to go out on. I just thought it was so good. And it did did Mandy the world of good because she did so well. As much as obviously there is rightful criticism of this thing of like, well, Vince pushes his little blondes and blah, 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 blah. And we talk about how like that can be very detrimental for a lot of the other women on the roster. Um, a thing that we don't talk about as much is how much that fucking hurts the quote unquote little blondes that that happens to because yep. no matter what you're doing, people will not take you seriously because there is that history. It's still and misogyny. It's still misogyny, any way you look. Um, and Mandy has been fucking killing it and we've been telling y'all, yeah. but people will still just treat her like, oh, she's hot, like, oh, she's this, oh, she's that. She has been doing the work. She has been, every time you see her in that ring, she is better and better and better and better and better. And I am so happy yeah. um, that she is really did get that chance to showcase how good she can be because she is incredibly good and incredibly talented. Yeah, I think She's it was, not just there to be pretty and stand around. No, it was telling that commentary treated her differently too. There was no, yeah. oh, golden goddess. Oh, God's greatest creation. Oh, the gift. Oh, she's one. They treated her like a performer as a wrestler. And oh, like I, a fucking wrestler? They treated oh. her like a human and not tits on a stick. And I really appreciated that, which they should do all the time now. Um, also, I think the thing with, Mandy is everyone wanted to say she was Eva Marie yep. because she was a hot fitness model that came in via Tough Enough and they were like, she's Eva Marie. And like, you know what? She's not Eva Marie. She's Nikki Bella. I think she's Nikki Bella. Mm. Uh, she came in mm. as a hot piece that was asked to do one thing and now she is working and working and working and she is improving all the time and she is asking you to take her seriously and whether mm. or not we as an audience have evolved to the point where we can because a lot of the audience couldn't for Nikki. They couldn't see past what she used to be, oh, which no, was what know. she We're was Nikki asking. Uh, we are Haas Nikki Hive in this house. Yes. Um, Y'all already know this. And I think, I hope that uh, Nikki paved the way for Mandy to make this transition to be taken seriously. Yep. Uh, and I love to see what she's going to do. And hopefully it is a lot. Um, yep. Anything else that you want to... Uh, uh, um, um, the Dominic, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Dominic, Dominic wrestled. Um, Dominic's mom wore a $1,200 Louis Vuitton top. I, I, that was my, I had a lot of fashion corner thoughts about this <laughs> SummerSlam. But as soon as uh, Mama, Mama Mysterio walked out onto the ramp in that Louis Vuitton flutter sleeve, I was like, oh, look at this. 
I she and someone is play. yeah, she is coining it in. Um it's twelve hundred dollars for a top. And that's pre tax. I don't know. I don't know if they've got the discount card. I don't know if they're getting the forty percent off. I don't think they are. Um so I was like, Good for you, Ray, who is keeping a roof over his family's head and keeping mm. the fam in labels. Um and that was my main thought about that. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have for Dominic. You know, like, he did fine. Like, good for Dominic. He did. Yeah. It, he put on a good showing. He tried really hard. It was better than some of Shane McMahon's matches. So I'm like, good for I, you, son. I mean, if we're, if we're going to do nepotism. Right? Um, I did feel like the hood might have been a mistake because it looked cool, but it got in his way a few times. So, like, it's in your face. Pull it back. Pull it back. Um, I yeah. want to take him seriously. He needs... To go to NXT and yes. do more work. If, yeah. if, this is, if this is truly what he wants to be doing, um, he's not a I baby. Think- That's the thing that I found a little bit weird. Jeff was like, "Oh, is he seventeen? And I'm like, "No, he's like in his twenties." And he says he wanted to do this since he was like little. So like, I, this it sounds mean, and I don't mean to be mean, but with no. the with the position he is in, the privileged position he is in as Rey Mysterio's son, as as a what, third generation wrestler like he he has had a he has had the opportunity to be in a ring since he was born and he's not looking like he's been in a ring since he was born like his skills are not necessarily from birth but he, he could still get there he is still a baby he could still get there i just need him to do more work please and that's the thing is like i think he has potential obviously yeah. he has potential um and he has room to grow I just like um, I don't want to see him in another big four pay per view match. No, I'm fine. Like, that, for I'm that. sorry. Like that does have to. Like it, it was fine when he was a kid and he was like Dominic on a pole or whatever the fuck. Yep. But like it's I I I want. I want him to succeed and to do well as a wrestler. Yeah. And I think that he's got to, he's got to go down to NXT and like do some, do some stuff. Yeah. I don't want to watch him kind of sort of struggle through matches on these big four pay-per-views when you have other people. I will watch him at Mania on a seven hour. If we can have Vince and Shane versus Ray and Dominic, I'll watch that. Yes. I'll sign up for yes. that match. That seems fine. I'm happy that he's getting an opportunity to yeah. do this thing that he really, really loves, but it's like, you know, there there are people who've trained their whole fucking lives for this who don't have daddies who are guaranteed fucking, you know, legendary yeah. Hall of Famers Legacies. going down as one of the top fucking at least twenty of all time, if not ten. Like there are there are people who don't have that. And so if you're gonna come in as that, you, you gotta you gotta show me a yeah. little bit more. It was an interesting weekend for that kind of match and who they put in that kind of match. Because you look at Takeover and you had Adam Cole, Pat McAfee, and you put him with Adam Cole because Adam Cole is the best that you have and he can make anyone look great. But that match did look great because Pat McAfee is bizarre, some sort of bizarre wrestling prodigy who picked it up in three weeks and was fucking great. Or however (laughs) long he's been training, he just looked amazing. And I'm like, he has no care for his physical being, which is what I took from that match. Well, Um, which is, I mean, that is the first thing you have to do. It's like, you don't care if you die doing this. You look at what you are doing and you are not a man who has been doing this your whole life and you are an older not not old, but do you know what I mean? Like you're not you're not 
18 and you're throwing yeah. yourself around like you might be. And I really respected it because it was the gossip. Do you know what the Pat McAfee match was? It was like a really great karaoke performance where like you're not the greatest oh. singer in life, but you have committed to this performance yes. and the entire bar is on their feet screaming for you to do the Hamilton rap all the way through from start to finish because you've committed to it and you might mess up a couple of lines but you sound fucking great and even Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to retweet it that's what that match was <laughs> the Rey Mysterio Dominic Mysterio Seth Rollins match was someone who has like proper training singing training going in to a karaoke bar and being like uh, I'm gonna gonna sing this song that I really like but it's a song that not everyone's super into and you're not giving it everything so they're like you've got the pipes but you're not giving me what I need and that's the difference I think that was the difference <laughs> so I, I will work karaoke analogies into everything um but yeah I just I it just I didn't think I found connect karaoke if you want that, to that well oh, god do you remember karaoke when we all used to stand in rooms and spit into microphones then hand them to the next person girl I do stand-up comedy are you fucking kidding me Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Fun time. But yeah, that was a match that happened. And then and then Drew won. So that was another match that happened. I can't say, I can't think of Drew's name now without thinking of fucking uh uh the way what's her name said was Drew Drew Oh, true. I love her so much. Oh, her to cats. All right. <laughs> I, if you have any thoughts on what we've discussed, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord via the links in our show notes. We'll be back after this with some things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is Tights and Fights. This is Mirror Universe Adam Pranica here to tell you not to listen to The Greatest Discovery on MaximumFun.org. This is Mirror Universe Ben Harrison uncharacteristically agreeing with you despite the fact that you are my enemy. The one thing that you must never do is enjoy our bit of off-season Star Trek Discovery programming where we talk about the first season of Star Trek Discovery while at the same time unpacking news and information about the upcoming season two. So do not tune in and download The Greatest Discovery on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And rate it one star on Apple Podcasts. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites. Welcome back to Snark and Farts. I'm <laughs> Radford. <laughs> Joined today by a petty, petty bitch. <laughs> Lindsay <Kelp. laughs> This week we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> Lindsay Kalk. What are you putting over this? I feel week? like I've got 17 things to put over, but I would like to put over a movie that I am going to watch this evening, uh, which is You Cannot Kill David Arquette. <laughs> uh, that is out now on streaming, and I am thrilled to watch it. Uh, although, you know, a friend of the show, RJ, I believe, features in it heavily, and I, I consistently worry about my marriage because uh, Jeff's now been—he's been brought to Jeff's attention. And I'm not sure how. I don't like it. Oh, that RJ exists. Yeah, doesn't oh. need to know. I don't think he needed to know, no, but apparently know. he knows now, and uh, that's going to be an uncomfortable Friday for him. So that's what I'm going <laughs> to do—is watch that. But then also, I, another friend of the show. Uh, Super Eyepatch Wolf, our good friend John, put yes. out a new wrestling video uh, called Villains in Wrestling Making People Hate You. He mentioned it when he was on the pod and that is out now and mm-hmm. it is a good solid recommend to watch. It's 36 minutes long. It is $15 cheaper than David Arquette 
which means it's free. Um, <laughs> so do check that out. And then I, this is I have a million things, but I just wanted to say uh, thank you, Renee, because we thought last week Renee you, was going to go, but we didn't know for sure Renee was going to go. And now we know Renee is gone. So I just wanted to be like, good for you, Renee. Get out while the getting's good. And I hope to see you doing some fun stuff soon. Can't po- wait to post see what she Rona. Does they gave her the Rona. Fuck that job. <laughs> they gave me Fuck the Rona. The, I'm sorry. They gave her the Rona. Um, I am putting over. Gosh, another. This is just a uh, a lovely, a lovely um, uh, 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 squared circle jerk. I don't know what you would call it. Um, of just us being really psyched to put over things. Uh, friends of the pod have done. Josiah Williams. I love that little church-going boy so much. Um, he, <laughs> um, if you don't follow all of the stuff happening on Up Up Down Town, there is, a, there is a faction. Um, uh, there is a left, right, left, right. Um, and Josiah Williams has made a theme for the left, right, left, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. you have to check that out, Calc. That is, um, of course, Prince Pretty, Cesaro, and Adam Cole. You can find that on their IGs. Um, the left, right, left, so right great. anthem by Josiah, which is really, really fun. Um, go check that out. He um, is dope and amazing, and um, I hope he continues to do really cool things, because obviously it, it was really uh, a bummer when he wound up getting furloughed. And then, uh, on top of that, I just like when people do this without being snarky or crappy. Adam Cole, um, whom I love, did, you know, uh, PWI put out their whole list. We don't have to have opinions about the list. No, I might have to take my headphones off. (laughs) No, I'm not going to. I promise. You don't have to have opinions about the list. I have them if um, anyone would like to discuss uh, them in a private setting. John Moxley got announced as the number one wrestler. They did did some back and forth, a hootie hoo on AEW. and where they mentioned that he was number one. They mentioned that um, Jericho, because Jericho was like, where am I on the list? And they was like, I think you're number three. Um, so Adam Cole, um, uh, PWI, put that video of the AEW back and forth on their Twitter. Then Adam Cole retweeted it and quote tweeted it by saying, number two, huh? See you soon, 2021. And I just kind of like, it feels like it's one of those fun things where it's obviously like, I don't know. I like when wrestlers acknowledge that other wrestlers and other promotions exist and it doesn't have to be something stupid it's literally yeah. just i want to be number one that's your job as a fucking wrestler that's and why we so love adam like, cole he's that guy he yeah like and 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 of course if there's a list you want to be number one on it and and again i just always i don't know man i i, I guess i always really liked when you know uh, i i you know the uh, fucking avengers would hang out with jla too like i like a crossover um yeah. so i just like that there was like that little that little bit of yeah. a thingy if it helps, I would. I'm adding a fourth thing to my list, which is I'm adding fourth and a fifth, which is that Adam Cole is my number one wrestler of the year because he's actually worked and uh, been great. And also, um, we didn't even talk about this. Who are we? Breezango, new NXT Tag Team Champions. They deserve yes. our love. Send yes, them all your do. love because I love them. Because <laughs> we love them. Um, I don't think Julian. You would have told me if you had something to put over, right, Jules? Oh, I was just going to say, go watch uh, Eyepatch Wolf's video if you haven't already. It's, there uh, it's we go. really good. There we go. See? You could take that out of my list of 18 things <laughs> and add it to your own. <laughs> yeah, look, there's only two of us today. And even if there was a full house, there was a chance I was going to put over 20 things. Yeah. Because um, there we go. And, as much as we might bitch, it turns out I actually really enjoy wrestling when it's good, you guys. So many good things this week. So many good things this week. Um, so that does it for this episode of uh, Tights and Fights. Uh, this week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Um, Kelk. Yes. What else would you like the audience oh, to know about? Oh, um, 
I've still got books. <laughs> it's still not out here, so I'm still going to keep talking about it. Uh, but yes, in case you missed it, it's out in the UK. It's out in ebook, in everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. in the UK and Australia and the US and Canada. It's out in paperback in the UK and Australia and it will be out in paperback in the US and Canada on September 8th. So that's really soon. It's really soon. Yes. Um, and it's 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 got lots of good reviews and that makes me really happy. So hopefully it's making people's time in the qua that bit more bearable. I'm really excited to read it. Yay! Um, uh, as for me, yeah, same, same. Again, I am on social media intermittently right now because I am a fucking crazy person. So, but, uh, uh, you know, find me on all the places you usually find me. Our producer, Julian Burrell, highly recommends using your PTO in quarantine unless, I mean, you know, some of us don't fucking have PTO and so you just go nuts. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Julian. (laughs) (laughs) Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music. We are putting him over for that. Um, I believe he has a new album coming out. He has a new album coming out. You can pre-order it. You can pre-order it or follow all of his stuff. Uh, It will be out really soon. It's, I think it's going to be a corker. Uh, I think the first yeah. single is out to stream. So, um, yeah. Woof. Yeah, yeah. Mike's Ooh. had a... You know you've had a rough year? Mike's had a rough year. Mike's so. had a rough fucking year. But, <laughs> but, uh, but makes fucking amazing music. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you know what really forgets good. great art? A rough fucking year. So I cannot year. wait to listen to this record. Really, really stoked. Uh, is Hal got anything going on that we should talk about? Halbert's always doing loads of amazing things. Halbert is always raising yeah. awareness and money and being a better human than I will ever be. So check him out yeah. at Hal Lublin everywhere uh, and listen to We Got This because uh, he did do an episode just recently with Zachary Levi, which was yeah. exciting. Uh, so if you like Shazam, someone did. Um, I did. Or, there you go. That other show he did that <laughs> my friend really likes, but I it wasn't. I don't know where you could watch Chuck. it. Chuck. It wasn't on in England or it was on a rubbish channel. Um, so I never saw it, but but I I like like him as a concept. He seems like a cheerful (laughs) fellow. He seems like a cheerful fellow. Uh, Go listen to Hal. Go listen to Hal. Go Go find him on all the stuff. I'm sure he's doing something very cool and he will let you know on there. Um, Meanwhile, for us, you can keep up with us all week long. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Go hang out with us in our fucking Discord. Uh, Links to all of those are in our show notes. And if you like what we do and you love uh, uh, our our snarks and farts, remember to hit those five stars and have a podcast. Share us with your friends. Um, Let them know uh, their number one place for all their farts and snark needs. Thank you so much, uh, as always, fucking to the Max Fun members who make the show possible. We literally can't do this without you. Um, thank you guys so much for all of your support. Hey, we have a shirt. Buy our fucking shirt if you like shirts. Um, you have to wear them, so might as well wear ours, right? If you have to wear a shirt. Um, and we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported